Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Paula with another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat. We have an um, exciting surprise guest for you. But before we introduce her, you know how we do it. We're going to shout out the coffee of the week. And today it is a white chocolate mocha. So make sure you go out and grab one. Our guest today is Cassandra McLaughlin. Cassandra is a native of Marshall, Texas a graduate of Marshall High School. She is a national best-selling award-winning Christian fiction author and motivational speaker. She also wrote, directed, and produced her first faith-based movie. It is called Deacon Brown's Daughters. This is also based on a book she co-authored with Michelle Stepson. In 2019, Deacon Brown's Daughters won Best Feature Film at the Capital City Film Festival. Cassandra is also an advocate for domestic violence awareness. In 2016, she wrote and produced a play entitled Don't Love Me to Death to take a stand against domestic violence and has also penned a book, Loving Me to Life, Strength for the Journey After Abuse. And it's about her own domestic violence experience. Now, she is also a wife. She is married to Richard McLaughlin. She has one beautiful daughter, Chloe, and two amazing grandchildren, Nova and Nora. Welcome to Coffee Chit Chat, Cassandra. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate you taking time out to want to get to know little old me. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, but you have done big things, so we're excited. Oh, thank <laughs> want you. Everybody so has to know. So we wanted to know: Do you have a favorite coffee or tea? I'm not really into coffee, um, but my, I will say my boss absolutely loves coffee. So I have tried a few, but I'm a tea girl. I'm a Southern girl, so I love sweet tea, blackberry oh. sweet tea or peach mango tea. Yes, absolutely love tea. Okay, that sounds good, that peach mango. Oh, it's so good. Yes. I'm going to have to definitely try that peach mango. It's good. Okay, okay. So my first question for you is, when did you realize you wanted to be an author? Well, I think it started for me, uh, you know, growing up, I used to write stories in my little spiral notebook. And then, you know, I don't know if if you guys had it, but the bookmobile was very popular back in the day. We ordered books. I stayed in a library checking books out, found myself getting just lost in books and wanting to create my own stories and had been doing it, not realizing uh, that was the steps being made uh, for me to become an author. I was also in theater arts. So I remember Miss Wise in the ninth grade, we were uh, preparing and everybody wanted to do impromptu stuff. You know, they want to be on stage, but I wanted to be behind the scenes. So I said, OK, I'm going to write a play, not really knowing you know, she helped me, but I got a blue ribbon, a superior rating. I was featured in the newspaper, everything. That was in 1986. I still got my newspaper clipping. And so I think that's what ignited it a little bit more. And then my English teacher, uh, Gloria McCoy, God rest her soul, uh, junior year, we had to write a paper. And so and, and normally we had to read a book you know, and then write a paper. But this particular time, she says, I want you guys to be creative. Just write whatever is on your heart and you're going to get a grade for it. So I remember turning in my story 
and uh, probably about the next day or so, uh, mm-hmm. class was over with. She said, I'd like to talk to you. And I thought, oh, my goodness, what did I do? I'm in trouble. <laughs> said, I want you to know I really enjoyed your story. One day you're going to be an author. And I was like, okay, you know, not knowing that that was going to be the case. And here I am today. Isn't that awesome? Oh, my gosh. And when you mentioned the bookmobile, of course, I, my daughter doesn't know about the bookmobile. I told her all about the bookmobile. Yeah. I said I would just go out there in the summertime and we would sit out there for 30 minutes to an hour because the ladies yes. who drove the bookmobile, they knew my mom and they were just driving right in the neighborhood. And we would just sit out there and just read books and read books. <laughs> I'm telling you, books just take you to a whole nother world. I love it. It does. It really does. That's why I try to tell young people. I said, you wouldn't believe. I said, some of the stuff that you may not know, I said, pick up a book and I guarantee you, you will learn something. Yes. New. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. So what persuaded you to write um, Christian fiction? I want to write Christian fiction because I have a daughter and it's so much garbage in the world. You know, uh, young people can be influenced by so much stuff. When we were growing up, we didn't have social media. We didn't have right. cell phones. We, we didn't have anything but the library and church and, and playing outside and, mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature. Oh, so yes. when I began to write, I said, I want to always, number one, keep God first. But also I wanted to make sure that my daughter knew that I wasn't just talking about God. I wanted her to be able to see him in my story as well. And so I live by that. I love Christian fiction. And now that I have grandchildren, it's even more important because now they can be proud and say, you know, my grandmother wrote books and and they can read my books when they began to read because there's nothing in my books that would persuade them to do anything but serve the Lord. And I love that. That's why I'm such a big fan of Christian fiction. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I love yes. any author that writes Christian fiction. I said, because I can relate to the stories. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I'm, and I'm going to tell you when uh, Michelle, Michelle is Michelle Stimson is the person who introduced me to writing my co-author. And when we sat down to do our first outline, her first question to me was, where is Jesus? Where's Jesus in this story? How can we make him show up in this story? Yes, we're having a good time. We're laughing with these characters, but where is Jesus? And so I just live by that for every story. You may laugh, you may cry, but you will see Jesus in the midst of all of that. Amen. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. So I'm currently reading Zamaria's Heart. What inspired this book? Because I'm going to tell you really quick, Eddie is my... um, father's name and then you uh-huh. have grandma helen that was my grandmother so i was like oh wow yes so, okay before i start answering your questions how far are you in the book okay yeah because you can't give me any spoilers i'm still on the first chapter she's she's home she's at mm-hmm. grandma helen house and she's getting her up for church <laughs> okay well let me just say this uh the reason i wrote that story is because oftentimes people have to return home Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's frowned upon by others, especially if you like from a country town. I'm from the country, Marshall, <laughs> Texas. That's my hometown. So I always talk about Marshall, Texas, or in this book, it's Sweet Lily, Texas, a made up city for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted her to not only just return home, but return to her roots, return to God and realize there's a blessing in it, you know. 
And and she is in, I can't tell you all the stuff, but I will say this. She will realize at the end of the story that being back home was a blessing. It, 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 was, a, it was definitely a Romans 8.28 moment. So that's the... Um, the the motivation behind that i can't say a whole whole lot because there's some other things but i i can't tell you that because i don't want to ruin it for you we'll have to talk oh. after you finish <laughs> oh yes I'm, I'm already enjoying i and i i think i heard you say marcia texas yes so you probably heard of my little small town Cachetta, louisiana <laughs> yes i have yes indeed. yes, yes. Indeed. that's why i'm originally from you know just here in the carolinas by way of the military Yes. So yes, I'm a country girl at heart as well. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. So I know that you made a faith-based movie, and I just want to know what was your inspiration behind it, and anything else you want to share? Sure. Okay. So the movie Deacon Deacon Brown's Daughters is actually based on a book that Michelle and I wrote together. We co-authored the book. Well. When we finished writing the book, we were getting so many reviews from people saying how much it blessed them. So I jokingly said, this needs to be a movie. So Michelle was like, okay, let's do it. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, how are we going to do a movie? We don't know nothing about a movie. <laughs> but we, I'm telling you, it, it was really by faith. That's why it's called a big faith production, because we literally didn't have the money to do it. Everything we did was by faith. So we didn't even know how to write a movie script. Okay, let me start with that. We did not know how to write a movie script. We knew how to write a book. I knew I had written a script for a play. So it couldn't have been too hard, right? So right. we did some research and we began to uh, put the script together. And then I told Michelle, we have to do auditions because I wanted to make sure that all of these characters understood the assignment that they had. Okay. So after uh, holding that audition, uh, we went through a couple of people who said, oh, we know how to film, ran into somebody that I had one encounter with. And she said, I got the perfect person for you. And she hooked us up with the guy that did our filming for us. His name is Jay Dreyer. I absolutely love Jay. He worked with us. And because that book is about having daddy issues, it was about mm. daddy daughter issues. Okay. And he read the story. He said, you guys are onto something. I, I helped uh, direct. It was amazing. And it was really a by faith project. Every actor, actress that was a part of it was amazing. We were blessed so by so many pastors and preachers who I, you know, I affiliated with, and they were just a blessing to us. And that's how we were able to do that project. That's awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. Is it available to watch online or? Yes, yeah, as a matter of fact, it's on Amazon right now. Deacon Brown's Daughters, the movie and the book, both are on Amazon. So, filmmaker, author, who writes plays, and a motivational speaker, do you have a favorite or more passion for one over the other? You know, I've been asked this question before, and I'm just going to say, I have a passion for all three because all of them are a dream come true for me. But if I had to just pick one, it would be the filmmaker because it's just something magical that takes place behind that camera. I like being behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I really do. I love it. Um, 
for me, when we did our filming for Deacon Brown's daughters, sometimes we would be on that set for like eight hours. But it was like a rush for me. And and my dream job, and y'all help me spread the word. My okay. dream job is to work for Hallmark. I absolutely love Hallmark movies. So if you follow my page on uh, social media, I'm always talking about Christmas movies. Right now, it's Merry Movie Week. Next week is Christmas in July. I'm telling you, I'm all things Christmas. So that is my dream job to be on the set of Hallmark to help them make some of these films. That sounds great. (laughs) Yes. So we can be on Hallmark more. It is. I'm going to tell you this. When I did my play, and we had rehearsals and all of those things. I enjoyed the people, but it's something about being on a, it's so different because every day you're filming something different. When you're doing a play, we're doing the same thing over and over again. I love it. But if I had my choice, it would definitely be to be on a set somewhere for sure. (laughs) I also did radio. Uh, That's what I forgot to tell you. That's another part of the reason why Zamaria came to life. Uh, because I used to do radio. I did ra- I did gospel radio for 10 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Sounds so good. That's, you that's have, you have that voice. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, um, are you going to make another one of your books a movie? Is it in the works? You know, I don't know. Uh, if God says so, then yes. If God says so, I'm definitely up for it. Uh, As of right now, I don't have any plans, but it's never about my plan. It's always about his plan. And if he say do it, then I'm going to have to do it. Really, what I would love to do is to sell the script and have somebody to redo it. Because we did it with our resources. I'd like to see it on a different stage. Mm-hmm. So my I, my dream is for somebody to buy that script for Deacon Brown's daughters and take it and put some 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 major actors and actresses in it and and maybe even take it to the big screen. I would love to see that happen. Oh wow! I can't wait. I'm gonna go and um, tonight. That's what we're gonna tell. We're gonna watch. Gonna watch your movie. <laughs> we're gonna watch. Oh, well, yeah, look, yeah, please. When you watch it, leave a review. I will. I definitely Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. I will definitely do that. So um, tell our listeners how they can follow you, how they can purchase your book and all that good stuff. (laughs) Well, I am on Facebook and Instagram as Arthur Cassandra McLaughlin. So I have both of those pages. And I also have my website, which is CassandraMcLaughlin.com. And it's C-A-S-A-N-D-R-A-M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N.com. All of my books are on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, all those different places you can find uh, my books as well. That's awesome. I'm going to put it in our call for chit chat Facebook group too. So I I love talking with you guys. And we, I thought, what about great summary so people can like know who our black authors are and follow you guys and read your good work because um, Christian fiction is just it's just so nice and especially when you grew up in the church and you start yes. to read the book you can relate to the characters and you can relate right. to the scenery and what's going on so um, that also, is just let me, let me tell you this I have actually my latest book just came out it's called Finding Our Way and I wrote that with Michelle Stimson and so not only do we have a book but we also have a journal that goes along with it. And okay. that story is about a mother 
who has her two daughters, grown daughters living with her and a grandson. And it's just about her trying to find her way, find her balance. And so that's a good uh, mother-daughter story. It actually came out um, around Mother's Day in May. So that's the latest story. And we have a journal already out, but it's Finding Our Way. That's the book and the journal. Both are available. And I know that mothers and daughters definitely will enjoy that story. Oh, wow. And that's on Amazon. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. I love the cover with the three women and the flowers. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Michelle and I created that cover. That's so awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm get excited that you guys have discovered who I am and you're enjoying my stories. You know, I always, every time I, I say people know me and then I'm like, well, not really, because every time I look at reviews, it's somebody new. And sometimes they'll send me a message saying, hey, I just read your first book, Redemption. I'm like, wow, that's from 2015. Thank you. You know, so you just never know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thankful. Thank you so much. Oh, you are welcome. I, I get a favorite wait. author. I always go try to read their backlog because you just want to mm-hmm. read everything that they read. You know what? As, a, as an avid reader, I was the same way before I came and became an author. I want to know your background, where you came from. As my greatest say, who is your mama them? <laughs> I want to know where you came from. What do you believe in? You know, all of that. <laughs> I love it. Where where you come from? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, guys, we're going to end with our quote. Reading is a conversation. All books talk, but a good book listens as well. And that is by Mark Haddon. So tune in next week for another episode of Coffee Chit Chat.